Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio control. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony CeCe. Tony CeCe. Happy New Year, everybody. 2021 is in the house, and I am super excited to see what happens this year in the world of RC. I know that there's uh, already been some talk. I interviewed Jason Dearden from Arma, as you guys have heard on this podcast uh, last month in December, and he's already saying they've got stuff cooking that is going to be awesome. So I'm looking forward to seeing what that is, but as well as all the other companies. I mean, there's sure to be some good stuff coming. I've got to say, uh, I'm, I'm holding out as well to see what Traxxas is going to do. Uh, they had the Haas was kind of like their major release last year, and it was, eh, it was all right. Um, kind of an overpriced 3S, in my opinion, if you ask me. Uh, but it did handle well. I mean, and it comes in, I guess, at Traxxas pricing, but it kind of feels overpriced in the market as it is, but... Traxxas doesn't live in the market. They uh, they kind of are their own market, and uh, it works for them. So uh, more props to them for that, I guess. So um, what's to talk about today? So I got a couple of alerts. Yesterday was my birthday, um, and we've had family in town, and so I didn't get to keep up. I said I was going to do a couple more podcasts by Christmas. It didn't happen. I wasn't even here at my house to do them because we went camping and some other things. So I, I just really couldn't do it. So uh, we're going to try and kick off 2021, make it a, a special year for the podcast as well. Try and take this up to the next level. Uh, we just were getting our feet wet in 2020 with the whole podcast thing. Uh, picked up the roadcaster and some other things to get this going and make it a little bit easier for me to do. Um, special microphone so that while my kids are home doing school and stuff is happening, uh, they're doing music lessons or whatever, it doesn't pick up as much in here. So I have more time during the day that I can actually stop and do it if I have a few minutes to do it. Because that's kind of what this podcast came about as was a like while my batteries are charging in that little bit of time. I also switched over to the Spectrum Smart Batteries as being like the primary battery I use. And those charge even faster with their whole smart setup in the system. So it really, you know, if I was really doing it while my battery's charged, it would be a shorter podcast now that I've made that jump. But, um, yeah, I actually have a video I, I've done about that. I, it's so, okay, so let's talk about it. It's 2021. Things are behind by a while now. So I was like a team driver for Venom for a year and a half or so. Uh, really do like their batteries, um, really do like their chargers, have nothing against them, like the people, good people. Um, but during that time, the smart technology came out, and um, when I got a few cars that were sent to me for review, they also came with like a charger and batteries to be able to power the vehicles that um, I was sent. So uh, I didn't ever talk about them because, you know, uh, I really was under the Venom contract and those are the batteries I was running uh, but I did want to play with it I'm like okay well this is interesting um, this whole auto discharge feature that has my attention because I 
so often just put batteries back into my cases that are charged because at that time I didn't have a discharger. Jason Saunders has since hooked me up. Um, I can discharge my batteries fast now. But at the time, it took forever to do, and I charged up so many batteries when I'd go to a race for the monster trucks because we were out in a parking lot. I didn't have an easy way to charge them while I was there, so I just guessed how many batteries I would need and then did another. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, uh, it, it interested me, and so I kind of was playing with it, but I never did, like, an unboxing video or anything kind of pushing toward it because... Um, you know, I was repping Venom batteries at the time, um, still do like them. And I still talk about them all the time. Um, still rep their t-shirts, whatever, still, still a fan of Venom batteries. Don't get me wrong there. Um, the main thing about the, the spectrum that I've liked and I've been using is that auto discharge. I don't need it to smart charge or anything like that, but the ability to have the batteries discharge themselves to storage mode was pretty huge for me in the amount of batteries that I use for the channel and do all of that. And granted, I wasn't brought on to like the Venom team because of um, my driving prowess. <laughs> I'm not, it wasn't because I was winning races or, you know, had all this stuff to talk about. It was more just that they thought that, you know, having a positive family friendly channel, um, was a good thing. And so they said, Hey, we want to just support you and help you keep your trucks running. However you need them, you know, to do the content you're doing. And so that's more of the basis that it came in on. Um, I was already buying only their batteries to begin with. I really did like their batteries. That's what they sold locally. And that was my first lipos in the first probably 10 or 12 lipos that I bought were all venom batteries. So, uh, one of them was a bias, which is the same brand, but, um, not the same brand, but under the same parent company it was. Anyway, um, so very good. In fact, I still have that bias battery. And probably nine out of those 12 batteries. My very first one, it wasn't that puffed, but we wanted to see what would happen um, if one were to catch fire. So my brother and I took it out back and shot it with a twenty two pellet gun until it smoked. But... um. Anyway, I'm getting off track. So I've been running those, um, and I do have a video coming about the smart charger, how easy it is, why I like it, all of that. So I have the S2100, and I actually, what happened was I'd, I'd gotten the one with one of the cars that I'd received uh, with a battery, and then I went ahead and recently, uh, back in December maybe, bought another one from Chris Roberts, who's one of the, the monster truck racers here in Virginia, races in Richmond area. They've actually been doing some of the, the Showtime races at his place. Anyway, uh, I'd mentioned how much I liked it, whatever, and he said he had one that was new and he'd sell it to me, so I, I bought it from him. And I said, well, here, I have a new one. I'll do an unboxing of it. And so I recently did that. I haven't been able to edit it because of everything else going on. Um, and I have all the J concept stuff that came in to kind of show people and, um, a few other things that I've been working on. I don't remember. I just finally, we'll talk about this in a little bit, but I finally opened the RC four wheel drive intimidators, uh, pull sled. So I'm excited about that video coming on that. But, um, yeah, so I don't even know where I was 2021, um, 
now I finally feel like I could say what was going on with all that. Why, uh, I, I wasn't even hiding it, I guess, but I finally, the point I was getting to was I finally had one to do an unboxing of because I bought a second charger because I was getting so many of these smart batteries that I wanted to be able to charge them at the same time. And they have a capacity of, of charging too. And I don't do those parallel port charging boards and all that. So um, I wanted to use the smart features, smart charge them. And so now I can charge four at a time, two per charger. And it works great. So I still have my Venom quad charger, two of them. So literally I can charge like six, no, 12 batteries at a time. So because I use IC5, there's EC5. Those are my two kind of go-tos, EC5, IC5. And I've got the adapters even on the Venom chargers. So very big fan of those chargers as well still for manual charging batteries. Um, the Venom Pro quad charger is pretty, pretty awesome. So I'm not sponsored by either anymore, so I can talk about whatever battery charger and batteries I want to. Uh, but I do really, really like what Spectrum has been doing with the smart charger and smart batteries. And actually even I've got the shorty packs now that I run in my, um, the high voltage ones that I run in my buggy, the TLR 22. And I've been running them in my cloud busters as well for two S batteries. So, um, kind of, kind of changing it all up, going, uh, going a new direction, <clears throat> excuse me, but, um, but it's been good. Let me grab a quick uh, unsponsored drink of my Coke Zero here. As I talk fast and louder than normal to do this, it um, dries out my, my mouth very quickly. So, uh, yeah, new stuff coming. 2021 is going to be huge. Everybody's awaiting the LMT arrival here very shortly uh, in the next uh, four days or so, I guess. Or at least that's when they're going to ship. I don't know if they're going to arrive or ship, whatever. Um, but they're coming soon. Triel has gone and shocked the marketplace by already announcing aluminum 7075 billet aluminum axles that you can get uh, for them. And that is pretty cool. So, um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. The price on them has changed. Uh, they came as out as I think it was yesterday they were announced, uh, and they were $200 per axle. So $200 for the front axle, $200 for the rear axle. Well, they just recently, when I went on last night, they changed the price down to $168 per axle which is much more, it's not bad. Yeah, so it's 7075 CNC billet front axle housing. You can get them in either aluminum color, um, like a raw aluminum color, but it is sealed, so it's not like straight raw looking, I don't think, or black. And here's the bombshell. I ordered the black ones. <laughs> I'm glad I waited uh, till the evening at least. So... They're actually going to ship them on January 8th as well. Now, they're shipping from China, DHL, so they can arrive anywhere from 4 to 14 days. They say 4 to 12, but it usually takes about two weeks. Um, and then 
you know, depending on what's going on with customs and stuff here too and COVID, you know, you don't know how long it's going to take, but they're coming so quickly. So the thing that they did is um, they've also increased the bearing size and it comes with the bearings that are needed. Um, just, uh, I guess, I don't know, make it a little bit stronger bearing, whatever reason they, they chose to do it. it says to increase the durability. Um, so what they've done is they've made it a fewer piece design. It, it's um, basically axle tubes or ac an axle with the only part that comes off on this is the part where the diff goes in. And then your axles just slide in from the sides, kind of like the AR-60s. And then your ends still screw on, again, like the AR-60s. So it's kind of going back to that style assembly in a way still from the inside so that it looks scale from the outside. So you still screw the cover in for the diff from the inside of the axle. Um, but they've also made it so that you don't have the removable um, lower link carriers. Those aren't screwed in uh, in order to hold the plates, the side plates on that are like the original um, LMT ones. So it doesn't have as scale a look, but it still looks pretty good. So yeah, I'll say that about it. I'm really excited about some other axles though. I, I just ordered these to test them. Um, everybody's always worried about fit and finish of things like this. I know I am when I'm ordering them for like the AR sixties and you see them all over eBay and you're like, well, how, how good is this going to work? Is everything going to fit like it should? Is it going to be snug? Is it going to, you know, throw off my gear mesh and then just destroy stuff? Who knows? You don't know. Um, and so kind of to do a test on them. I, I've been using the trail stuff accidentally since the, um, hot racing front steering links for the AR 60 stopped being available. And so I started using trail ones because I could get them on Amazon and that's what popped up when I was looking for like the, the metal links that I like that screw into the front. I didn't want it to all go and be done at the, um, um, on the carrier hub. I wanted it to, the top one to screw down into the, uh, the front arm because then, or front link, because then I could use the freestyle servo savers very easily. So that was kind of my reasoning behind that. And the hot racing ones just worked so well that I wanted something like it and they looked very similar. So that was it. That's when I first heard the name Triel. Now I'm looking, they've got a whole bunch of SCX 24, um, bead locks and upgradable parts. And I'm on their page right now and looking and they've just got so many machined parts uh, for the Max, the uh, UDR, SCX-10 Gen 8s, all that kind of stuff. In fact, you can get the um, axle housings for the SCX-10 for um, as well out of billet, so aluminum. But, um, yeah, anyway, that was just a quick little nod there to those axles being released. I know as well that JER... Uh, custom is doing some stuff. He does RC stuff and uh, the APEP chassis. You guys have seen me running. And then he's also got his purses chassis. And 
that one, uh, he's also done variations of that that are going to basically bolt on to the, uh, it looks like it bolts on to the uh, LMT's uh, lower, because the LMT has side plates, but it's not typical two side plates. It's like three side plates per side. You've got your center one and then your little wings, I'll call them, basically bolt to that. And that's where your, you know, shocks and all that mount to and everything. Well, he's basically, it looks like, made a cage that mounts to that center piece that's going to be available here. He's taking pre-orders on that. Uh, and two variations, more of a truck style and then more of a monster truck style look. Um, so you get that full cage look of it. If you want to fit more bodies to uh, the LMT that are already on the market. Because the cage and all that, you can you can do it with the LMT, but you've got to actually cut those little wings, as I call them, off. Uh, you need to cut them back. They're a little bit long in order to hold the mounts for their cage on the LMT, which then does the whole flip-down cage, all that, which is actually very trick. I really honestly love the way that they've done that with the LMT. Most racers are going to get rid of that cage anyway. Uh, and if they want to fit the body, they either have to like just cut off the wings to to fit shorter bodies because really the wheelbase is the same as an SMT10. They can still run whatever bodies they were before if they shorten up the chassis to fit inside of the body is the main problem there. But um, yeah, I'm going to do a whole video about just kind of things, thoughts that I've noticed, what to know uh, when you buy an LMT kind of a thing. Um, that kind of one of the tricks that I have for the battery strap, which I think, you know, everybody should know because it's such a simple thing to make. What was annoying for me the first couple times I strapped the battery in, um, it made it very easy when I realized how you could actually strap it in, um, in a very easy, easy way. So, uh, I'll be making a video about that. It's hard to explain it on, on, uh, uh just talking through it. But there's lots of stuff coming for that. Um, Freestyle RC has a whole page of stuff that they're going to be making for it as well uh, for wheels and different things to fit in as well as um, axle braces. And JER is also making. So the um, the axle braces I'm running currently are from Freestyle RC and they're carbon fiber and they're flat and they kind of wrap around. It works really great. I've been bashing like crazy with those on. And it's going nuts. So in a good way, it's just been no issue and no cracks, no breaks, anything. Um, JER just sent me some of his um, 3D printed ones that kind of strap onto the back uh, or the inside of them so that they wouldn't be seen. And uh, they look like they would actually do the job as well. So um, it's really going to come down to what people want to do. I think there's going to be a lot of upgrades aftermarket stuff for these trucks I think it's going to kind of be the new standard um, that people are looking for. Mainly, not mainly, but one of the big reasons being that one eighth scale drivetrain in it is just bulletproof. Um, you know, all the other stuff I've, I have had going wrong, which are mainly brakes or losing kingpins, very minor things, honestly, for how much I've driven it. But, um, uh, well, breaking axle is kind of major, but it never actually does anything to the drive shafts or any of that. It's just the casing itself. Whereas when I'd break the AR60 ones, I'd also bend the internal 
um, drive shaft or axle. And, you know, it was an expensive, expensive fix. So uh, the hard part is we don't want them to break right now because part availability is non-existent until all of the stuff starts hitting the market, um, which will hopefully be right when the truck hits. Hopefully they'll have spare parts rolling in. I know I've ordered extra kingpins because that's been something that I've been losing from my son of a digger. Um, and I need to look at why. There might be another reason why that's happening, um, but the set screw isn't really holding them in for me. It's just loosening up for some reason. So I might just put a little dab of shoe goo on that pin when I slide it in next time. Hopefully it'll help hold it in place. Um, but awesome, awesome truck. The drivetrain is just unbelievable. No clicking, no diff issues of any kind uh, in it yet. And I've just done thousands of backflips and landing on throttle and just crazy stuff uh, forward to reverse and just been abusive on the truck. And it's just taking it like a champ. Uh, moving on from that, uh, what I was trying to get to, man, wow, I got way off track. I'm looking back at my notes here. Uh, the new year thing, I got off on the whole spectrum thing. So I was going to talk about a video that I had in the can about how things kind of got busy at the end of the year. It was kind of my little segue. And then I mentioned that, but basically what I was going for was, um, man, January 1st, new year, 2014. That is when I started this whole CCXRC thing. Uh, I, I, Got the channel on December 29th just to have it. Um, I went on and bought the URL. Uh, I worked on some design stuff for it, all of that kind of back end. But officially, like, started posting to it and work, working it um, on January 1st. So, yeah, seven years going strong, going into our eighth year of doing this CCXRC thing and having a blast still uh, as much or more fun than I was on day one, partly because some of the new trucks that are out here are so cool, uh, especially in the monster truck realm of things. You know, when I got in, it was the monster truck that drew me in. It was the Traxxas two wheel drive grave digger. Um, and at the time I would have never thought about buying multiple ones uh, of different truck variation, you know, bodies and all that. And here, you know, the LMT release, I'm like, well, I'm going to get one of each, get a gravedigger and this, and I'm going to get a, a roller. But back in, back in those days, it was just having the one to play with and run. Now it's all about having race trucks, you know, doing, having stuff for the videos, doing all the different stuff. It's a different way of thinking about it. But I have like, it, all of my monster trucks have multiple variations of the same one. Um, you know, SMT tens, I've got my max D I've got the grave digger, which is now my sticker bomb. Um, we've got the APEP chassis one. I've got the Megalodon one. I've got the custom son of a digger one that I took all the guts out of and put into a custom metal chassis, uh, clod busters, all different types of chassis under those. So, um, CPE chassis, we've got the, um, jerk chassis, J E R C, uh, not to be confused with J E R. So it's a Saunders, Jason, Ethan, RC, um, uh, jerk. Um, what do we got three now of the stampede ones? 
Grave Digger, Son of a Digger, and the 30th Anniversary Grave Digger. Three Freestyle Pro C's, Storm Damage, Sticker Bomb 2, and one yet to be made, an old one that I picked up off of the Sam Group, Old Aluminum Pro C. Um, going back to Retro, I've got the ZRP chassis. I've got the um, J Concepts regulator chassis on one so stock chassis on another two of them are actually running the cpe chassis so uh lots of those retro versions it's just like so it's it's different in how it's done than when i first got in um if it would have been now in those route i probably would have had you know monster Ma and captain's curse or whatever the other one was that was out there. There was a couple of them out there. Max D, um, Monster Mutt. It's one of the pirate ones. So I think it was a Captain's Curse. But anyway, regardless, it's just different how I think about things now with the channel and where it was when I first got into the hobby. Uh, but also what's available, you know, with the LMTs out now and so many monster trucks and then the truggies with the Armas. Um, I remember going through the magazines back in the day when I first got in. And the Armas were like the Raiders and things like that. A lot of the two-wheel drive stuff. And they just started going to brushless with it. And they were tempting me because of the price. I never went that route because I was still kind of doing my monster truck and my short course. Um and then I'd also picked up the two-wheel drive RC10B 4.2 race spec, the ready-to-run one that Team Associated had there for a little bit. Um, but and I still actually have that thing. Uh, it has something going on with the electronics. I need to just get that fixed, and I don't know what to do with it. But um, still, still do have that. That was one of the early ones. So it's been a, an awesome, awesome, awesome seven years. And uh, I was looking on Facebook. I got one of those memories for your birthday. And it was actually one of my wife's memories. Uh, and it was after the first year of doing the CCXRC.com. Um, and it says... Uh, Tony's all about his RC trucks, backyard track, and fun new hobby website. Boys and I made him a silly cake to commemorate his interests. And so she'd made this um, cake and then put like crumpled up Oreos, like the the vanilla and the chocolate ones kind of mixed in to look like dirt and stuck a gravedigger toy on it. So with little race flags and stuff like that. It was really cool and fun. And I was, and I posted it again. And I said, "Man, if she only knew, <laughs> if she only, or, or little did she know, that six years later it'd be still be going, but now I'd be taking up an entire room of the house and the entire garage in order to uh, to do this little little hobby, this little fun hobby, and CCXRC." <laughs> Ah, those were the days. Got the Raminator, the big stuff down there, taking up so much room in the garage. The Losi 5, the Losi DBXLE. 
<clears throat> um, the Sen, and then I have that HPI Baja Sprint car, the Bari build. So all this big stuff that you can't really just put up on shelves easily. Uh, not not small shelves at least. You need big shelves to do it. And the Raminator just won't. It's just got to be on the ground. It's so big. It basically takes up a parking spot. It's like having a motorcycle in the garage. It's so huge. <laughs> but um. Yeah, man, I just wanted to reminisce a little bit, and then I got off track and off topic, and now the reminiscing is in the middle of the episode, and I've kind of blew this whole thing up, um, gone gone all the wrong direction. But um, so many cool things coming, guys. Um, I don't even know where to begin. I just, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really into the monster truck side of things, hot and heavy again. Um, I do still enjoy the crawlers and you know, I'm really loving this TLR 22 buggy. I was just up for my birthday. That was kind of what I wanted to talk about as well. That was something I always did for my birthday was do something RC related since, you know, 2015, 2014 in there. And, uh, I'd go up to Debbie's RC world and I'd, you know, I'd pay to run the track. If I didn't have a membership, I'd pay the fee to go in and run it. Um, I'd go usually on father's day, like usually the days that are like dad's day. Um, I would take at least an hour to go do it. Um, just to have kind of like something that I really wanted to do in that day. Um, you know, and that's not saying I don't want to hang out with my family cause I totally do. Um, but that's what we do most of the, the day. And then they all wanted, you know, a little break of all doing all the things for dad and hanging out. And so that's when I sneak away and I'll run up to the RC track. And so I did that and I went to, to uh, Coastal yesterday and was able to run the 22 um, 5.0 for about an hour and 15 minutes and had a blast. I'm just really liking that on the on-road carpet. It's just, it's something completely different, the jumping and all of that and trying to, to time things and not just bash and just try and finesse it a little bit more. So I'm really enjoying that side. And I think it's actually making my bashing better um, because of the control that I'm, I'm now trying to bring to even the bashing and the freestyle side of things. So it's all good. It's all been fun. So uh, RC four-wheel drive intimidator pulling sled has been sitting in my office in a huge box for the past couple months. Um, I think I posted when I got it. It's probably two, three months ago I got it, and I haven't opened it. It just, Things just blew up, went crazy with the LMT, making the videos for Losi, um, for it, and then all of the content I was doing for it because it's like, well, I've got one, and people want to know about it. I'm going to do as much content as I can. So, um, yeah, it's just been sitting there, and finally it's like, for my birthday, I'm going to open this thing, and... Make it like my present to myself. Because I, what I got for <laughs> my birthday is... I don't usually... I don't get RCs for my birthday. It Again, uh, they're not presents for me um, in that way. They I get them all the time. And so it's... I actually want something else for my birthday or for Christmas or whatever. So I got a, a, a battery-powered chainsaw. A small one. Like a... I think it's 12 inch blade that I can carry in our Jeep when we go on our excursions, whatever on the Jeep, go trailing, all of that. It's just nice to have, or when we go camping. So got a Ryobi chainsaw. And because we just had four massive trees 
uh, cut down in our front yard. And I knew I was going to have to be cutting those up. And, you know, I didn't know how much I was going to have to do. So they actually were able to grind up really large things. So uh, that saved them time and saved me a lot of chopping of little stuff up. So um, anyway, that was my present. But so, and I got it early because of the tree stuff. So for my birthday, I said, you know, I'm going to open this box that I've been wanting to open now for a couple months. And I'll tell you what, RC four-wheel drive killed it with this thing. It's awesome. It's just everything is metal. It's so well built. It's heavy. It feels sturdy. It's just really, really cool. And I'm, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And I didn't want to use their stickers. Like they've got all these cool RC four-wheel drive stickers and, you know, labels on how to put them on. So I put on some of the warning ones, like keep clear at all times and the little red and white stripes like on the, the plates and stuff like that. They're not supposed to stand on while it's in operation or be near it. So I put those on, but I, I created like a smoke and motors like name. Cause if you look at, if you look at real pulling sleds, they they're like stickered up and they've got logos from somebody like companies and stuff all over. So I ended up putting, um, I named them like the, a fake company called smoke and motors and it says since 2021. So basically because this, this pull sled, my intention for it is not to get into pulling, <laughs> not in the real sense of pulling, but in the sense of taking crawlers and SCX tens and other things and just seeing what we can do with them, burning up motors and having a blast. So pull it with uh clod busters, monster trucks, whatever. Not going to have like a real course or whatever. We'll just put down tape and just see how far we can pull on whatever the terrain is. Um, it'll have to be dirt, but we'll see. <laughs> Maybe do an Ipswich day. There's some pretty good flat spots there um, along where the bike paths are that we could do it. But uh, yeah, it's it's um, it looks cool. I put my logo all over it as well because I was looking. I'm like, well, if RC four wheel drive is going to put their logo all over it, then I guess that means I can put mine all over it. So that's what I did along with the smoke and motor. So it's just straight up black and white. Wanted it to stay looking mean. I think it did. So that video is coming, uh, about the actual unit itself. And then, um, I think I want to get an Undertaker character to put in the driver's seat of it. If I can find one, that'll fit in there. So I, I had Sergeant Slaughter ready to go in, but I'm like, man, if I'm going to do a wrestling guy, I might as well be the Undertaker. So see if I can't find one cheap. Um, but yeah, so it's that. It's stuff like that. I've got some other new little things coming um, for you guys as well that are going to be interesting, I hope. And man... 2021, uh, you know, you say, we say it can't be any worse than 2020. We don't know that. We hope that for sure though. You know, we hope that we can put this COVID thing behind us, get back to normal events, get back to hanging out. That's something I want to do a lot of this year is the events. If I can definitely want to get back to Axial Fest because that was amazing. And maybe that would be a fun spot to take this little uh, pull sled and just have it in that. They've got dirt roads that run through there. We could just burn up crawlers at uh, axial fest that'd be fun um put some really heavy weights in it and 
watch the the motor smoke. But um, anyway, there's also shirts available for that. I've got new shirts out for Out of Control, um, which is like this, you know, skull and skeleton hand with a controller in it. And he's, you know, it's all about being out of control with RC. And then uh, I've got this Smoking Motors shirt now. And um, we'll have some more of that kind of swag for you guys as well. And that's, you know, I've, I've decided you guys have wanted ways that you could support in things like that. And, um, I basically had my shirts marked at no markup and, um, you know, so then you can buy, buy, you were buying shirts to support in one way, but, um, I have increased the prices now. So they're like 20 bucks unless I had to pay to get the artwork done. And those ones are a little bit more to cover fees that are, um, included with that. Like the out of control one, if I designed it, I'm keeping it about 20 bucks for a t-shirt, uh, plus shipping. Um, Teespring handles all that, whatever theirs is with the tax and the, the shipping. Um, so anyway, that's uh, just a way to support the channel and support what we're doing here. Trying to take this to the next level. Again, for people that know, I'm now working part-time only uh, because of COVID and because I normally travel a lot for work and travel's been shut down doing, you know, so my video production stuff is really um, taking a big hit in the last year. And so I've kind of been trying to make CCXRC a like a second part-time job, even though I, I work it full-time right now in order to get part-time money because YouTube doesn't pay like people think it does unless you're super duper huge. Um, but we, we're doing all right as far as almost part-time pay-ish if I can just put in a ton of hours and um, you know, use affiliate links and things like that as a way to try and make a little income from it. So thank you guys that do use the affiliate links when we, we post them. It doesn't cost you anything extra. Uh, I promise to not just push them for things that I really don't believe in, like that don't, don't think they work, um, or aren't great. You know, I try to, it's not going to influence my, my reviews. Like, this is awesome. You should go, everyone should buy this right now. And you know, I'm not going to turn it into a sales thing. If you want it, there's a link you can use. If you weren't going to buy it anyway, I'm not pressuring anybody to buy stuff. Um, and, and always I say, you know, the first place to always go is your local hobby shop. If they don't have it, if they can't get it, if you don't have a local hobby shop and you want to support me, then that's awesome. So uh, again, I, I'm not trying to make it a pushy sales thing, but it is what it is. The times are what they are, and uh, trying to trying to make a little bit back for the time that I'm putting into this, so I can keep doing this and keep doing the content, and not have to go find a third job. Basically, since uh, I do consider this like work, and because it is so much work to do, but um. Uh, I never try to bring that stuff on you guys it's like that year-end push for giving. Like, oh, the year's over. We, we haven't made our money that we need to make this year. We've fallen a little short. If you guys could pitch in big, you guys are awesome. You know, it's not that kind of thing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. Keep being awesome, you guys. You are the coolest uh, community that I've been a part of online at all uh, and in person. So many of you guys that... I get to hang out with at the track um, and just around, you know, heading to the hobby shop, whatever. So 
Uh, we're I'm just a normal guy, just like uh, all of you guys, and uh, I enjoy making videos like you, like so many of you do. So uh, I've been blessed to, you know, have you know people subscribe and whatever. But uh, when it really all boils down to it, I'm just a husband and father and regular old dude. So um, here's to 2021, you guys. Hope you have fun RCing. Get those batteries charged up. And we'll see you in the next one.